Good morning and welcome to another edition of Catholics at Home podcast. I am Mag and today we have a very exciting episode lined up and I can't wait to be chatting with our young guests today and I think possibly the youngest we've had on the show as well. Now as you grab your cup of coffee or tea and breakfast while you join us today, don't forget to like and share this video and um, throughout the show I may just 
pose a question to you, a question or two. So you got to look out for that one as well so that we can see your responses in the comments section. Now, as always, before we dive straight into our show, which is aptly called Ask Father La, um, we should welcome in our resident priest, the one and only our resident priest and advisor, Father Clarence Davidas. Good morning, Father. How are you today? Hi, morning, Meg. Morning. I'm fine, thank you. Excited. To have, Very you excited. Said, you know, <laughs> first time you're <laughs> having such young people on our on our podcast. I know. Today, there are two things to be excited about, Father. One is having very young people on our show. And mm -hmm. two is the fact that we'll be broadcasting uh, through the Facebook pages and YouTube pages of two new archdioceses that have joined in, uh, well, that have welcomed Catholics at home on their platform. So we've got the Miri Archdiocese and the Penang Archdiocese as well. So super exciting, isn't it, today? Yeah, you know, it's it's so nice that we are slowly spreading our wings, or should I say spreading our roots uh, throughout <laughs> Malaysia uh, to get more people engaged uh, in having a conversation during this lockdown period uh, to be able to share and bring, I mean, basically what we bring is we bring the good news to one another and Absolutely. some encouragement. I mean, ultimately, we want to bring some encouragement in these times. Now, Father, today's show is all about children asking the priest questions that they never got to ask, you know. So we're, we're doing like a little twist on Father's Day. So uh, instead of featuring fathers, we're featuring priests on our show. And I think we've got a little surprise lined up on the show as well. But before that, I'm just curious, though, so, uh, Father Clarence, when you were a child, were you afraid of your priests? Uh, if, I, if I try and recall... I don't know whether I was afraid or maybe I was just shy to go, go forward. Uh, probably never had an opportunity to ask the questions that I get asked these days by children, you know, uh, apart from uh, parents trying to put the, the fear in them. You know, one of the things I find that, you know, when, when kids are mischievous in school, uh, in, sorry, in church, uh, in church. I, see, I see parents pointing to me and say, oh, father's watching, father's watching. So, you know, they, they paint us out to be like like Darth Vader or something like that, you know. Like we are the, we come from the dark side and we're going to, to gobble you up after months if you don't keep quiet. But it's always nice I to, think that's to what engage. We did, too. did you do that with your son too? No, I think that's what my parents did with us. So that's why we were always afraid of our priest as well. So we tried Possibly. to stay as far as we could. Possibly. So I never I never had a chance to ask uh, questions that I get asked these days. Uh, yeah, I think things have changed. Uh, it's the same, I think, uh, also with parents. I mean, I'm sure, I mean, you, your son uh, asked you things that you never probably asked your parents or never dared oh, ask yeah. your parents, you know. So I think the generation, ahead, right? has cha the, the generation has changed, yeah. So you Definitely. Know. Now, Father, you said some of the children ask you very interesting questions. I want to ask you, though, being a priest for 24 years, uh, what has been the most difficult question you've been asked? I'm trying to think what is the most <laughs> difficult question by, by children. You know, you know, they're, not, they're not difficult questions, but they're cute questions, you know. Uh, you know, what amazes me is is how they begin to think and begin to reason out, you know. Yep. Uh, it's, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing how they can put things. I mean, simple things like, you know, uh, if God created Adam and Eve, uh, and then, you know, they had sons, uh, then who did the sons marry? How did they? How did? How did? How did you, the creation? How did generations? Continue? So you, you begin to think that you know this. These children are, are really beginning to think. You know. Uh, yeah, inquisitive. So, 
So it's no longer that, you know, what father says or what the catechism teacher says uh, goes by just like that, you know, oh, so that's what the church says. So it's, it's interesting in that sense that, you know, they are, they are beginning to think, uh, they begin to ask questions. Uh, and I think that probably because they also talk to their, their friends in, uh, in school. Yeah. Very nice. So, Father, are you more afraid today of the questions that they have? Because I heard a few questions that is very, very <laughs> challenging. Or are you more worried? So, which one? I mean, excited or worried? No, I, I think I think a bit, a bit of both, Mac. It's not so much the fear of the question, but sometimes the challenge is how do you break down that question uh, for a, for the mind of a child? That's that's far more challenging. You know, we have all the answers actually. We have all we, we know how to. I mean, theologically, you know how what it sounds, but how do you break it down to a to the mind of for the for the for the for a child's mind to understand? Uh, that's that's, that's very challenging. Very challenging. Mm -hmm. So, looking so forward to I this. I hear you've got backup, right? We've got a special ah. guest who will be joining you today. So that's so as, very smart, by the way. Father Clarence, don't have to answer it by himself. He's got backup. So, so you know, I you see my doing all this MC on my hair. I got less hair. I got more white hair. So, you know, we got all these kids going to you know have all these questions. So I I brought uh, reinforcement. So. <laughs> But, but interesting, but he, he has been doing a little bit of work with children too. Uh, you know, yep. uh, children's way of the cross, uh, children's masses uh, in the archdiocese. So we thought, okay, let's bring in Father Gerard Trevium uh, into this conversation. And don't know whether he's brought his, his big teddy bear along with him. Which oh, I always... know his best friend, Teddy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I he's kind of run teddy. off. I, I hope he's, he's dressed well to... <laughs> <laughs> All right, there you go. So that's yeah. There you see, he's brought Teddy along with him. There you go. Good morning, Father Gerard. Welcome to Catholics at Home. Good morning, Mag. Good morning, Father Clarence. Hi, morning. Well, how are you today? Are you excited to face the children? Well, I I am, and so is Teddy. <laughs> so who's going to answer, Teddy or yourself? <laughs> Difficult ones, Teddy will do. <laughs> and and if Teddy doesn't know, we'll tie Chi it back to Father Clarence. <laughs> That's a brilliant plan. <laughs> so, okay, today we've got two sets of children that we've lined up, two sets of students from Stella Marie's International School, and uh, each of them have about three or four questions. So we'll see how much time we have. And, uh, well, I think it's about time we introduce our first group of children. What do you say, Father Clarence? Ready? All right, let's get them in. All right, so we've got Felix Chuen, Natasha Reeves, and Ethan Das. Um, well, Felix is 10, Natasha is 9, and Ethan is 12. And today, they are all ready with questions. Uh, how are you guys doing first? Welcome to the show. Hello. Hi. How are you feeling, Ethan? Uh, how are you feeling, Ethan? I'm Natasha, feeling good, good today. I'm not nice. good. I'm scared. Don't be scared. It's fun. Look, our priests are also very smiley today. Have you have you met Teddy? Have you all met Teddy? No. Already? No, ah, no. you see. Right behind Father Gerard. That's Teddy. Father Gerard's best friend. <laughs> <laughs> he makes appearances even in mass, okay? He's like so cool. <laughs> He's got like a rock star place in church. So, do you have uh, your first question ready? We'll do this this way, okay? We'll go with Natasha, Ethan, and Felix. Is that okay? We'll go in that sequence, yes? Okay. Okay, Natasha, what's okay. your first question? What made you decide to be a priest? 
All right, Natasha, who do you want who do you want to ask? You want to ask Father Gerard or you want to ask me? I want to ask you, Father Clarence. Okay, all right. Sorry, Father Gerard. I think uh, since I go there for <laughs> Mars Day, <laughs> they chose me over you. <laughs> yeah, that's an interesting question, Natasha. Uh, what made me become a priest? Uh, I, I don't think there was anything really special that I could say that, for example, you know, if you read in the Bible, like how Moses had a, a special experience uh, or the other prophets or called like the other disciples. But I think it was just, just the fact that I was involved in church. Uh, I was an altar server. As you see, in, even in, at Mass, you see in, in your school, you have altar service. Uh, and slowly, I kind of grew into, into wanting to serve, or wanting to be like the priest. You know, as a, sometimes as a child, you, you look at it, an adult and you say, I, I want to be like this person. Uh, so I had an, an inspiring priest uh, in my parish at that time. So I thought, hey, uh, Maybe I, I want to do this uh, also to be able to help people, to be able to serve people, to be able to celebrate Mass. More importantly, to bring Jesus to people. So I thought, yeah, maybe this is what God is calling me to. But it doesn't mean that only me, priests, uh, from the Gerard, we are called to bring Jesus. Everyone is called to bring Jesus, but we bring it in different ways. So it was an inspiration by another priest. Uh, it was also a kind of a, a inner desire. I want to, to do this. And of course, ultimately, it's God who calls. Yeah, I think. So for me, that's, that's, that was a very simple story. That's what I wanted. That's why I wanted to become a priest. Very nice. So Natasha, you got your answer there. Ethan, what's mm -hmm. your first question? What if we forgot some of our sins during confession? Who would you like to ask? Shall we ask both? Let, let's, or both? let's 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 Okay, I'm going to answer that simply by: Did you forget purposely, or did you accidentally forget? <laughs> if you accidentally forget, I don't think that's an issue. But if you're hiding it, that's a bit of a problem, isn't it? Okay, nice. and so if you remember that you forgot something, well, the next time you go to confession, tell the priest, last time I forgot that. No problems. All right, short and sweet. Very nice. Uh, Felix, what's your first question? Do priests believe in angels and demons in the real world? And who uh -huh. would you like to ask that question to? Both priests. Both, Both priests. priests. Nice. <laughs> Angels and demons. Uh, yes, Felix. I mean, you know, we, we know from the Bible there are angels, uh, there are demons. Uh, so it's a, a, a reality. But, you know, angels are always there. I mean, we had a show just a couple of weeks ago when we talked, we talked a little bit about, about demons. Uh, but angels are always sent to us to protect us. So even though they exist, yeah, uh, the angels are there to protect us. So there's no reason for us to be afraid. Uh, each one of us, uh, as you know, I think each one of us, we've got a guardian angel. Uh, we are assigned specially to all of us. So, so Felix, uh, <clears throat> you have a special guardian angel that watches over you. So always turn to the guardian angel and say, say, watch over me, protect me. And of course, the demon can never get near you. I don't know, Father Gerard, you want to add something? No, I believe that there's both, but I think what Father Clarence said is important to remember because a lot of people are get scared because of demons and devils and whatnot. The more important thing to remember is that if we belong to Jesus, Jesus will be with us. He will protect us through his angels as well. Okay? 
Very nice. All right, we're back to Natasha. What's your next question? I want to ask both priests, but uh -huh. what was your life? What was your life like before you were priest? A priest. Oh. Wow, I like that question. So let's get to know them before they became a priest. <laughs> Whoopsies. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yes, she wants to know from both the priests, Father Gerard. So you can okay. start. Okay. I was a student uh, and I, I, I did a degree in accounting and finance. And then I worked for a year in Monfort Boys Town as an English teacher. And then I joined the seminary. Yeah. Okay. No, Natasha, I mean, our lives were just like your lives, you know. We went to school, we had a family, uh, I had, I have a, a brother, I have a sister, you know, I have friends. Uh, so it's, it's just like how, how you are growing up, you know. I, I went to a, a school, uh, you know, I had friends, we played, and, and then after school, yeah, you know, you go on to study, do Form 6, and, and then begin to, you feel that, you know, God is calling. And that's when you see, I, I join what we call, where we go to study is the place called a seminary. Okay. Uh, you know, so remember a seminary. And some people say cemetery, not cemetery. Cemetery and seminary are two different things. <laughs> All right. So we go to a, we go to a seminary. Uh, and that's where we study to become a priest. Yeah. So, you know, very normal. Like what you, what you go through our lives. So it's not like we had a special, special life like before we joined, before we became a priest. So we did all the things you do. And I'm sure we were just as naughty as you were if you spoke to our parents. <laughs> That'd be interesting having a conversation with the parents of the priest. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. A whole, a whole new show altogether. <laughs> okay, Ethan, what is your next question? Why must we go to confession? Can can we take Holy Communion without going to confession and why? Ah. And who would you like to ask this question to? Um, Both. This question is a difficult Both. question. Maybe we should put it to Teddy now. The question should go to Teddy. <laughs> because it's a difficult one. <laughs> Teddy, what's your yeah. answer, Teddy? <laughs> <laughs> well, Teddy says, Teddy comes to me for confession sometimes when he's been really naughty. You know, I think, you know, it's good to go to confession when you've done something very big, it's important to go. But the danger can be sometimes we're scared to go. So don't be scared. You know, the priest is not going to bite you or eat you, you know. Uh, so if it's anything serious, I think you should go. It's good to go. Okay, I'm going to pass back to Father Clarence to say something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, a lot of people are afraid of, of going to confession, you know, yeah. what if the priest, the priest knows me, you know, uh, what will he think of me afterwards? He will see me in Sunday school. Uh, like I come to, I come to Stella Maris to say mass and you may wonder, I, you may not want to come to me for confession. Oh, father will see me. And then he knows how naughty I've been. But confession is about going to Jesus. The priest is just, uh, just a, a bridge between you and God. You know, he facilitates and he tells you that God forgives you. And that's about all, you know. So just remember that you know there's no sin uh, that is so great that God cannot forgive. So let re remember also, both Father Gerard and I also go for confession, you know. So we too go to another priest, and of course here in in, in Malaysia we all know each other, 
you know so there's, there's no way that i can look for a priest that i do i will not see again but it is not about knowing the priest or not knowing the priest but it's about meeting god and god who says i forgive you very nice, very nice indeed. Now, of course, if you just joined us, welcome to Catholics at Home podcast. Today, we are letting our students from Stella Marie's International School ask our priests questions that they've always wanted to ask. So these are questions that they've compiled. And uh, we're down to uh, Felix's next question. Felix, what do you have for us today? What happens when we go to hell? Ooh. <laughs> Very interesting. Do you really want Teddy to answer that right now? <laughs> well, I don't well, think you want to. I don't think you want to go to hell, isn't it? And none of us yeah, want to go I to mean, hell. Like, what will you happen know? if if I go to hell? I just want to know what happens. He needs a backup plan, yeah. Father. He needs to reassure Of course, we have these images in the Bible. Father Gerard will explain to you in the Bible what what hell is like a little bit. Uh, none of us have been there uh, and hopefully none of us will get there either uh, because you know we all want to go to heaven isn't it of course we want to go to heaven all of us want to go to heaven uh, nobody chooses to go to hell uh, but yes but those who, who 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 reject god who don't want god who reject god's initiatives god's love sometimes they choose the wrong way and they go to uh, and they can go to hell yes brother Gerard, what does the Bible say a little bit about how does how does hell look like? I mean, you know, there what we call imagery, but it doesn't mean that hell is exactly like that. Okay, there's that story about Lazarus wanting to, uh, sorry, the the rich man wanting to ask Lazarus to tell his brothers not to think, and you know all that kind of thing. And he's he's sad. It's a sad place. It's a it's a it's a place where perhaps. And if it's a place, I mean, it's a place where God is not there. And if God is not there, you're not happy, isn't it? Mm -hmm. So it's a sad, sad, sad place. But exactly, you know, some people talk of it in terms of fire and, you know, it's a hot place. You know, that's just one way of describing things that we don't really understand. Mm -hmm. I don't think you're going there, so don't worry. Which uh, every day you die. Sorry? sorry. I only heard that is a place of torture. Every day it, you feel the pain of dying. Okay. Wow. All right. Ah, you read that somewhere. But you know, you know, Felix, you know, yes, of course we know that there's heaven, there's hell. But sometimes, you know, that heaven and hell can also exist here now, you know, in in the in our midst, isn't it? You know, when you make life difficult for others, people say sometimes, oh, it's, it's like being in hell. Or if you make things <laughs> nice for people, you know, you can make your home to be a place of heaven. You know, you can where you are grateful to God, you're grateful to your parents. It's a happy place, you know, and that's that's heaven here. Heaven is a song, right? I think this generation may yeah. not know this song. Heaven <laughs> is a, a place on earth. <laughs> ah, right, Meg. See, that's it. That's it. <laughs> I think only you, Father Jaran, and I will probably uh, have heard this song. You know, this generation, they, their songs are, are different. What kind of songs do you all listen, by the way? Natasha, who do you listen to? Do you listen to, to music? Just curious to know. I, now, Mike, to ask I you a like, question. I do listen to music. Ah, who is it? Who was that? I like was to, that Ethan? I like to just. What kind of music do you listen to, Natasha? I like Savage Love in 2002. Nice. 
Oh wow! Okay, you must tell Auntie Meg all these things because she runs a radio station. <laughs> Next time she she can play this song for you. Do special dedications to you. <laughs> well, what about the two of you? What music do you listen to, Ethan? Felix? I don't listen to any music. Why? I don't, oh. I don't really hear music often. Okay. I only hear music inside the car. Inside the car. Not except now. for the music, except for the music that comes from the from all these uh, video games, you know that after a while it, it, it gets stuck in your head, isn't Sound it? Sound effects, father. <laughs> I always mute the sound. Sound, sound effect. Oops! Oh, you oh, mute okay. the sound. Okay, uh, father. There's a question from the back end that says, "What is your favorite Christian song and singer?" Since we're talking about music and songs, right? Uh, I kind of like, I don't know whether people know, but uh, I used to actually, I mean, I used to have a collection of, of John Michael Talbot's, uh, you know, certainly, you know, not as not a generation today, but yeah, I used to like, I used to like his songs, uh, but now there, there's so many others, you know, uh, I, I talk to young people, they talk about different, different music groups that I can't keep, keep abreast with. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. One of at least one among the favorites. You know, there are many others. Uh, yeah, I mean, in terms of music type, John Michael Talbot. Yeah, would be one. All right, Father Gerard. What about yourself? Unfortunately, he stole my answer because we both like John <laughs> Michael Talbot, and I I follow him on Facebook, so sometimes I, I I listen to his old songs as well. Although he doesn't do much new music. Uh, I like uh, one of the priests who, who, who whom I, I follow sometimes is Matt Meher. Yes. You know, Meher. And he, he's got some nice modern uh, Catholic music. Yeah. All right. Okay. So that little chit chat took away some time from our little ones, but I think we're down to our final questions from each one of you. So, Natasha, let's go with your final question. How is it like being a priest? Ah, how is it like being a priest? It's fun. It's fun. Uh, it's uh, I, I. I mean, if you ask, that's one word. Just one word. It's it's a lot of fun uh, meeting people. It is a lot of fun uh, uh, talking to people. It's a lot of fun, you know, helping people. Uh, yeah. I, I, for me, it's it's you know, if you ask if you ask whether I would choose anything else, uh, no, you know, uh, it, if I had to live this life again, I would choose to be a priest again. Wow. Father Gerard, what about yourself? Again, Father Clarence has stolen my answers. <laughs> so you can, pass it to you can pass it to Teddy now. <laughs> Teddy has fun with me as well. You know, I, I think it's great. It's not always easy, but nothing in life is easy. Yeah. But overall, if I look at it, at the end of the day, I go to sleep happy. Oh, that's mm -hmm. nice. Yeah. Natasha, are you happy with the answers? Yeah. Super. Fantastic, fantastic. Ethan, your last question. Do you receive gifts on Father's Day? Do you receive please. gifts? Okay. Father Clarence, you want to go first? Do you receive <laughs> All right. gifts? Okay. Uh, you know, one of the things I, I, I say about Father's Day, I kind of say, you know, Father's Day, there's a kind of a, you focus on the biological father because that's their special day. Of course, you know, you can't run away. People say you are a spiritual father. Yes, we do. I, I do receive gifts, uh, but sometimes I try to kind of deflect it and, and tell people, let's focus on the biological father because for the priest, there's another day. Uh, it's Holy yeah. Thursday. 
for priests is Holy Thursday. That's that's the day that you know we celebrate our priesthood, priesthood. Uh, in a special way. And then also the day we were ordained, our the day we were the day we became priests. You know, I, I just celebrated twenty four years a priest uh, for the Gerard will be coming up to I think coming up to thirty years probably or close very close enough uh, to there. But so I think uh, yeah. So Father's Day is fathers in the family. You know, but yes, people do give us gifts, uh, and I think. Not, we're not just talking about, you know, I think people shower us with love in so many different ways. During this time, people send us food, people call us and ask us. And I think, you know, that's like a great reward for us to be able to, you know, uh, see people and to be able to experience God's love through people. Nice. What did you write? What about yourself? Well, somebody's sending me lunch today and somebody else is sending me lunch tomorrow. So I guess... That's definitely the gifts, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. So, oh, Father's, Day, right. yeah, Father's, Father's Day, Father's Day lunch. Are you inviting us for the Gerard? <laughs> You're MCO all welcome. Cannot. You're all welcome. But MCO might make it difficult. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. So our next question would be, Felix, your last question. Why do we need to kneel when we pray? And also, can we lay down on the bed and pray? Very okay, good this is, question. This is, this, is, this is for Father Gerard. He does all the online masses, so maybe you know he must tell people to sit up or kneel or people are lying down in bed. Now, pray, uh, you can pray in any position. You don't have to only kneel. I, I, I have difficulty kneeling unless I've got a nice cushion there. So I, I find a difficulty, for, uh, a difficulty, for instance, kneeling on the floor. Okay, you, some of you have seen me at mass. Sometimes when I kneel and I have to get up, I'm like an old man trying to get up. So it's hard. But then I am a bit of an old man anyway. But it's okay. <laughs> you know, you can kneel in any way. I mean, you can pray in any way that's comfortable. Okay. So, but in church, of course, at different times we do different things for different parts of the mass. So kneeling is like save for the most kind of special parts. You know, like at the consecration, for instance. But um, you at home you can pray any way you like. You can pray sitting on a chair. I wouldn't recommend lying down and praying simply because it's so easy to fall asleep, isn't it? You know, sometimes we con ourselves. I'm going to lie down and talk to Jesus. <laughs> you know, so, soon we're saying to Jesus, and we're, we're snoring. We're snoring rather than praying to Jesus. Yeah? That's a good answer. That's a good answer, Father Clarence. Anything to add to that? <laughs> No, I, I think I think for the, I just I, I share with what uh, the thoughts of Father Gerard. I think you know, I mean, you don't have to kneel. I mean, if you can't kneel, if it's, if it's difficult, you know, if, if there's pain on your knees and you're after kneeling, then you cannot concentrate on praying anymore. Already, your concentration is on the pain. You know, you're you're getting uncomfortable. Oh, it's so painful. I can't I can't do this. So sometimes you just maybe you have to sit down. Whatever makes helps you pray better. You know, like Father Gerard says, if you're lying down, it just makes you want to sleep better. That's all. Uh, you know, <laughs> uh, or you know, like these days we are all doing online masses. Sometimes we sit in our TV room, and you know, we we are so comfortable in our in our sofa, on our sofa that you know it kind of makes us want to fall asleep. Like so, sometimes the standing, the kneeling, the sitting helps us to keep awake and helps us also to pay attention. So, so fine, Felix. I mean, yeah, you know, fine a prayer posture that helps you to pray and to communicate with Jesus with the least amount of distractions. Yeah. 
right. not sure whether your, your 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 parents are happy with that answer. Maybe they're trying to get you to <laughs> kneel more often. Uh, but, uh, but you know, as I said, if you feel uncomfortable and it's distracting you from praying, then change something to something that helps you pray better. All right. So there you go. We've actually answered three questions from each one of you. And we're going to take a few from our comments section. So we've got one here from Kaylee. Kaylee says, if you have a son that becomes a priest, do you call him father or son? <laughs> this is a very interesting question. Actually, I've had this question in mind for a very long time as well. So like a parent, right? When you have a son who becomes a priest, do you still call him son or do you now call him father? <laughs> Well, you know, uh, it, from my own experience is this, at home, everybody calls me by my name, as I've, as I've been before, you know, from the day I was born, I was called by my name, my parents called me by my name. But the interesting thing is that, you know, when my parents make, make reference to me to somebody else, they, they I've heard them refer to me as Father Clarence, you know, when they make that reference, sometimes, you know, uh, but at home, yeah, my, 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 my mom, uh, my siblings, don't call me by my name. Uh, and then, you know, yeah, that's who I am, okay. you know? Yeah. Father Gerard, anything to add? Yeah, my, my parents as well called me by my name. But my father, as a joke when he was alive, sometimes used to say, this is my son, my father. <laughs> <laughs> that's so cool. Your dad's cool. <laughs> okay, we're going to take in another question. Jennifer Bryan is asking, Father, what is your favorite food? Ah, that's, you know, I must tell a little secret. Uh, Father Gerard loves to cook. You know, he's a, he's a great cook, you know, uh, and he's always cooking interesting things. What's my favorite food? I think I've said this before on the show, you know, the one that I can pre prepare fastest and the easiest spaghetti you know <laughs> that's that's my go-to food that's my go-to food when, I, when i'm alone and when i have to prepare something by myself yeah i mean Tasha's uh, giving you a right. thumbs up all the way father all right you. okay <laughs> do you like that too natasha natasha what kind of spaghetti really. do you like not really no, oh i prefer the white one the white one the white one yeah the ah, white okay. sauce one okay all right uh yeah so for me uh, for me uh, it's, it's carbonara all right all right so you all know your food very well huh? <laughs> malaysians so one day want it runs in our blood <laughs> one day so, we'll try and get me, for the yeah. maggie me is the easiest to cook yes ah uh, yeah. that's comfort that's that's comfort food yeah yeah when i'm lazy when i'm lazy that's what i do but don't eat that too often <laughs> Or you may lose your hair. That's what my mom told me growing up. What yeah, you what about you? What's your favorite food? <laughs> well, I love pasta as well. I, I cook a lot of pasta. But these days, because I'm trying to lose weight, I, I, I eat less pasta. Uh, about, apart from that, I love, uh, I love fried chicken and I love devil curry as well. Oh, nice. Those are, those are things that I like. All this talk about food is making me hungry. Well, we've come to the end of our first session this morning. Uh, Natasha, Felix, Ethan, thank you so much for joining us. Now, as we know, tomorrow is Father's Day. Do you have a, a Father's Day message to your dad, perhaps? Natasha, do you have one? Um, I don't really, but I just okay. use Canva to make one for my dad. Okay, uh -huh. you have you want to wish your dad happy Father's Day? 
No, he's showering. That's why. <laughs> okay, that's a very logical answer. All right, what about you, Felix? Do you have a message for your dad? Not really, also. <laughs> Not really, also. And Ethan, what about you? I don't have a message yet. Okay. Oh, all right. All right. Don't okay, forget to so... wish him, wish them tomorrow. That's right. Don't forget okay. to wish them tomorrow, okay? So there's no excuse whether he's in the shower or he's not there with you, all right? So thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you so much for your questions. Father, both of you, do you have anything to say to our little ones before we let them go? Natasha, yeah. I mean, I see you all in school, at least before the MCO, uh, and hope to see you all back in school uh, as soon as possible. We, we have fun when we have mass in school, isn't it? Uh, once a month in and you can still ask me questions when you see me in school. All right. <laughs> All right. Father Gerard, anything? Have a great celebration with your dads. Give your dads a big hug and tell them that you love them. Okay. Bye-bye. Uh, All right, okay. Natasha, Ethan, and Felix. Thank you so much. You take care. Have a great weekend with your family. Yeah. Bye-bye now. All right, so it's been a very interesting first session and there are lots of children and students who are on the comment section as well. We're, we're loving all the questions that you have uh, posted down there. Now, I have a question for you. Uh, for all the adults who are watching this morning, if you've always had a question that you wanted to ask a priest as a child, what was that question? Type it in the comment section below. We're going to take a short break uh, while we prepare the second batch of students for the next session, session number two. So for now, we'll bring you a little video by the students of Stella Murray's International School right here on Catholics at Home.
Welcome back to the second half of Catholics at Home this morning. It is called, today's show is called Ask Father Love. And as you can see, we've got two priests with us this morning. We've got Father Clarence and Father Gerard. And they are all ready and geared up to answer more questions from the children or rather from the students of Stella Marie's International School. Now, of course, we just completed our first session. It was great. Now we're adding another student into the picture. So we've got four, four children lined up for the next session. So let's see if we have all four of them already on the back end. Hi, there you go. Very Hi, nice. Hi. Hello. So we, we've got Tegan, Raul, Veronica, Hello. and Lucas. Welcome to the show. How are you guys today? Good. I feel good. I'm good. Hi, good morning, Hi. everyone. Hi. Good morning, Father. Good morning. Hi. Hi, Father Clarence. Hi. Good morning. Good to see Hi, you Father again. Hmm. Good to see you again. Now you you saw the first half, right? Your 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 counterparts have asked their questions, and I think you guys have three questions as well each. Yeah. Yeah. I have four questions. <laughs> okay. I only have three. One. <laughs> okay. So before we we actually go into the questions, Veronica, tell me how old you are. Uh, I'm ten years old. Okay, Tegan. I'm 11 years old. 11. Raul? Uh, I'm only nine. Nine? And Lucas, how old are you? I'm eight years old. Ah, okay. So we'll go in the sequence of Lucas, Raul, Tegan, and Veronica for your questions. So let's rock and roll. Uh, Lucas, what's your first question? Is COVID part of God's plan? Wow. So who would you like? To ask that question too. Father Gerard, Father Gerard. <laughs> okay, me, Father Gerard. <laughs> okay, oh, okay. Gerard. All right. <laughs> Father Gerard. I didn't say I anything. Think, I didn't say anything. I think everything that happens in the world is part of God's plan. Okay? I'm not saying okay. he caused COVID, but it's he allows things to happen. So everything that happens must be surely part of God's plan. Yes. Okay. Wow, I love that. Are you happy with the answer? Yep. All right. Next up, let's go with uh, Raul. Hmm. How was Father's Day created? And who would you like to ask that question to? Father Clarence. Oh, how was Father's Day created? Uh, that's, that's a question that I really never thought about. Uh, I guess like you know, just like Mother's Day, we have different different days in the, in the year that we celebrate different people. Grandparents' Day, uh, Teachers' Day, uh, somebody must have created it. Uh, a special day just to... It's a good question. Maybe I should go look it up and see, you know, what's the, what's the origin of how did it all start? Uh, but I think these days are just days meant to, to appreciate uh, in a very special and specific way uh, different people. It doesn't mean that you only appreciate them on the, and those days. You know, you just appreciate them on that one day and then the other uh, 300 over days, you don't appreciate them. It's just one day uh, that we are called to remember in a very special way and do something special. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. Sorry, Raul, I, I really don't know who created Father's Day. Anyone here wants to jump I, in? The steady note? Uh, ah, all right. Father Gerard knows the answer. Send it to Father Gerard, yes. 
thanks thanks to google uh, okay uh, lucky the question went to father clarence first i had that time so father's day was founded in in america and it was in honor by uh, of a, a lady called sonora and because her father had was a single parent who raised up six children and she wanted to honor her father and so they had the celebration the first celebration was in 1910 in america much later it became more national and then international so it's actually 101 years no sorry 111 years my math is a bit wonky today since the first father's day Yeah. Oh, wow, see, there I, you go. The answer. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm the, thanks, 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 Raul. I'm learning something too this morning. Very nice. Tigan, what is your first question? Can a married man become a priest? And who would you like to ask that question to? Uh, uh, Father Clarence. Father right, Clarence, uh, can a married man <laughs> become a priest? Uh, yes and no i would i would say in the sense that you know there there are there, there have been situations uh, we have not seen it in malaysia but in other parts of the world uh, when someone who's married uh, and then you know uh, his wife passes on uh, probably children have grown up and they have become priests uh, also uh, there are such situations that we can see but you know in the in in the roman catholic tradition uh, in the tr tradition that we belong to of course there are many traditions in the catholic there's the there's the roman the catholic the latin right there's the different rites but in the tradition that we are we belong to here uh, no i mean most of us not all of us not most of us you know you have to be single in order to become a priest here so you would see that all of us are unmarried Right. Father, I need to I need to correct you there. Sure. There is Go ahead, day, there is one priest who was married ah. before and his wife died in, in Malacca Johor Diocese. Okay, all right. Yeah, there's one. Yeah. I'm not going to name him though. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay, next question, Veronica. Um, do you go do you get nervous when you say mass? Shall we ask both the priests that? Yeah. So let's no. go for the Gerard first. I was more nervous when I was a new priest because sometimes you don't know where to turn the pages and all that. So you know, at the beginning, it was I was more nervous. Nowadays, I'm less nervous, but sometimes you know when it's a like a complicated situation, like during Easter when there's. It's not the normal mass. You you can be sometimes nervous. So there's a bit of nervousness sometimes. Yes, I won't I won't hide that. Yeah. Right. Father Clarence. I the same. I, I think I, the same answer as Father Gerard. You know, uh, my early years, yes, very nervous, uh, sweaty palms. You know, used to have in the in the beginning, but because you have to, you know, face a, a kind of a, a crowd uh, to speak. But less now. But still, I think. Uh, There's a little bit of nervousness when I have to speak in public. I think that it's just just my nature, you know. But I think that nervousness is good. It also, you know, uh, makes me a little bit more prepared uh, to be able to, you know, uh, celebrate mass. I think that the celebrating the mass is uh, is not so bad. But you know, having to to preach or to to give the homily, 
and you know and it, that makes sense to everyone yeah sometimes there's that nervousness there but i think you know all public speakers have a little bit of nervousness. i'm sure Meg, even you before you go on radio you have a bit of nervousness too right definitely yeah. father <laughs> I've, I've been told that you know as long as you have butterflies in your tummy it means that you are prepared for what you're going to do and that helps you to be better at what you're going to do so yeah I'm, I'm grateful for the butterflies in my tummy every time yeah. <laughs> it's just like like uh, students 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 going going into exams i mean you all feel I nervous. Know. We, we feel nervous too when you have to go in public <laughs> all right lucas your next question how can we achieve internal life how can we achieve eternal life? Yeah. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Who would you like okay. to ask that question to? And that's for mm, Father Gerard. Both priests. <laughs> both priests. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I, I think, uh, Lucas, I, th I think, you know, eternal life is just like a question that, that uh, I think Felix asked earlier about heaven, you know. Um, when we do good, when we help one another, you know, if you find, if you look in the Bible, you know, uh, in Matthew's Gospel, chapter twenty-five, very quickly, you know, Jesus says, you know, when I was hungry, you gave me food; uh, when I was thirsty, you gave me drink; uh, when I was naked, you clothed me. You know, when we help one another, when we do good to one another, that's the path to eternal life. You know, that we are not just selfish. It's not just about me. You know, what I need. You know, it's not about what I, what I want. But yes you know, what I want and how can I also share that with others. So, you know, a simple thing of doing a good deed to, to a friend, to your family, doing a little bit of house chores, you know, all this, all, all this in your stage of life is a path to eternal life. I'm sure I just got some brownie, brownie points with the parents, but talking about house chores. You purposely said that, right, Father Clarence? <laughs> Father Gerard, what about yourself? Well, I'm going to quote a single line from the Bible. John chapter 17, verse 3 says this. Now, this is eternal life, that they know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. So it's about also loving God, knowing God, serving God in the way that Father Clarence said. Okay? Okay. All right, uh, Raul, your next question. Raul, can, oh, I can't see your face. Okay, now we can. What's your next question? Okay, uh, why did priests turn, well, why did priests hate Jesus at first, but then they turned to worship him? Oh. Why did, I, I didn't I didn't quite catch the question, uh, Raul. Can you, can you repeat? Okay, so you know how in uh -huh. Jesus, when Jesus went into Jerusalem, how okay. the priests hated him for doing miracles ah, and they didn't believe all right. him. Okay. Why did they suddenly turn to worship him? All right. For the Gerard, all yours. Raul, can I ask you a question? When do they suddenly worship him? No, like when you go to church, the priests dedicate their prayers Ah, okay. Oh, okay. So those right. were the Jewish priests who didn't who didn't believe that Jesus was the Son of God. Okay, so those were Jewish priests. We are Catholic priests. We're different. We are, we follow Jesus. Okay, so it was a different type of priest. Okay, so the Jewish priests of that time 
didn't believe that Jesus was the Son of God. So they saw him as kind of like competition to what they were doing. Okay, but of course today I know a, a good friend of mine is a is a Jewish guy who's Catholic and a priest. So it's not wow. always really makes sense. Are you happy with the answer, Raul? Okay. Yeah, he's, he's just taking it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll just take it now. Tegan, your question. Do you watch Harry Potter? Do you watch uh, Harry Potter? I I I I, okay, I think I watched the first. How many were there? I I still can't remember. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I watched the first one, the, the very first one, because everybody was talking about it, and, and I and I watched it so long ago. I can't even remember the storyline. Uh, but yeah, it's it's not something that I grew up with. Uh, I know uh, I kind of grew up uh, watching what you know, uh, maybe Star Wars, those kind of things. Wow. Uh, you know, uh, James James Bond movies. Uh, so that was. <laughs> It was that was like my generation uh, that what we watched and we followed. Yeah, I remember watching yeah Harry Potter, uh, but no, and neither have I read the books. So yeah. <laughs> so for the clarity, are you a fan of Harry? Uh, are you a Star Wars fan, man? Uh, well, actually, you know, yeah, you know, when it when it started off was was quite exciting, but you know, but then when they made the the prequels, you know, uh, <laughs> it got confusing. You know, yeah, you know, you kind of lost the plot already after a while. You know, after Luke Skywalker and and you know uh, Princess Leia and Han Solo and uh, what's what's Harrison Ford now? Uh, Han Solo, Han Solo, Chewbacca. Han Solo. Yeah, I, yeah, I kind of lost the plot the, with the new generation. I lost the plot already. <laughs> what did you write? What about you? Do you watch Harry Potter? I I I read the first book and watched it later when it came on film. So I've I've seen some of them, but as Father Clarence said, you know we weren't kids when when it came out. So you know it's sort of like something you watch. And I watched it because all the kids are watching, and I read it because all the kids are reading it. So I wanted to know what it all was about, what the hype was about. Yeah. So yes, I have watched, but not all of them. And and quite honestly, I can't remember everything about them. But I remember quite a lot of the the Harry Potter stories. I more from reading rather than just the books. Okay, Tegan, are you happy with the answers? Yes, I hope so. Veronica, your question next. What do priests do from Monday to Saturday when you're not saying mass? I'm asking both of the priests. <laughs> <laughs> She's asking both the priests. I love that. <laughs> she specified. What 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 do we do from Monday to to yeah? So a, a lot of us priests uh, kind of take the Monday. See, you're talking about the pre-pandemic times, okay? Let's look at the pre-pandemic times. Now things are a bit different uh, before the MCO. You know, a lot of us priests take Monday as our off day. Uh, because after the long weekend, we kind of take Monday to just kind of uh, recharge our batteries. So what do we do? Uh, we either go home to our families, if we are nearby. Uh, some some priests meet up, uh, they go for a movie or they go for a meal. Or sometimes when you're so tired, it's just a day to sleep in. You know, it's just like a day to really like, you know, you're just so exhausted after the weekend of so many masses and you have weddings, you may have had a funeral, you may have had a, a, to visit someone. 
sometimes I just feel that, okay, uh, today's day, I'm just going to stay in bed and just recharge my batteries. The other days, there's so many other things. Uh, there's the parish office that goes on. There's a daily mass that goes on. People come for different things. Uh, sometimes there's somebody who's sick who calls us, uh, who needs us to go and visit them. So there are many things that happen, meetings in church. Uh, yeah, so different things happen on the other days during the week. Yeah, so that's basically like, you know, how for me it has been uh, the life of the parish. Father Gerard, what about yourself? What do you do from Monday to Friday? Well, yes, um, there's a lot of lot to do because the office is open and people are coming in. You know, on a on a Saturday, sometimes everybody wants to see the priest because they are free. And I say, it, I, I sometimes say it's like a zoo. They all come to see one monkey, and the monkey is me. You know, because sometimes you know the rest of the week I'm not so busy, but on a Saturday and then. Especially on Sunday when it's normal times when people are here, people want to see you in between services and all that. Sometimes like, you know, I didn't have chance to have breakfast even, you know, so I have to get up very early in the morning at six have breakfast so that, you know, I, I would be free for bits and pieces. But sometimes there is time. Um, in nowadays it's it, it, we are a little freer, but there's still things like online masses. Uh, I'm cooking a lot more because I can't go and go and simply easily tap out stuff. So I'm cooking a lot more. Um, I'm, I'm doing some exercise, you know, uh, things that I didn't have time for, I'm beginning to do. So yesterday I spent a lot of time tidying my room and I hope you guys will be tidying your room during the MCO as well. Yeah, mothers, you know, you owe me one. <laughs> <laughs> Father, having said that, right? Someone actually, one of the kids commented on the on the comment section. They asked, "Why is Father Gerard's table so messy?" So did you not get to your table yet? That's yeah. yeah that's that, that's the question that, that I always ask when I visit him, uh, Meg. Don't worry. So it's not a new it's not a new question. It's called he, he, organized he, 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 mess. Uh, he calls it the organized mess because he knows where things are in that mess. That's what it means. Yeah, yeah I totally understand that. I'm just realizing you see all these things because I took I took a bag and I turned it upside down and it, it's there. I forgot <laughs> that you guys would see it. I forgot to blur my screen. I should well, I should get I should get Teddy to move his place and help you. That's better. <laughs> now you can see the mess. There you go. It was a quick solution. <laughs> All right, so we are coming to the last question from each one of you. But before we do that, let's take a look at our comment section below. And we've got some very interesting questions as well. So we've got one from Ben, who's asking uh, both the priests, do animals go to heaven and are the dinosaurs already in heaven? Father Gerard, since you have Teddy with you, let you, let you answer the question. Oh, I'm sure. I hope Teddy comes to heaven with me. Um, do you know that actually many years ago, uh, a pope said that uh, heaven would have animals in it. Okay, because Pope, uh, Pope Paul VI, he said, one day we will see our pets in the eternity of Christ. And he said this to a child who was very upset that, you know, the, the the his uh, animal had died. His pet had died. So yeah, you know, I, I'm sure 
you know, God loves all all of creation, and God's love and salvation came for all of creation. So I don't see why, you know, why animals couldn't have a share in that. But maybe, you know, I better send it back to Brother Clarence, who's more theologian than I am. <laughs> no, I, I, I think even even recently, even recently, Pope Francis alluded to that. He says paradise is open to to all, you know, to all, which means includes your pets. So yes, so does that see mean the pets. dinosaurs are there too? Well, I hope. Well, I hope so. I haven't seen one, so I would like to see one when I get there. <laughs> you know, we never live in that generation. But yeah, but based on that logic of it being open to all, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. You know, we don't know how heaven will look like. You know, we, mm. we, we only have a, you know, uh, an image of it. Yeah, I, yeah. I, the whole of creation will be in, in God's hands. Very nicely said. Okay, the next question from our comment section comes from Ezekiel Jaden Augustine. Uh, he's asking, can priests have a YouTube channel? <laughs> ah, that, okay. You, you channel, Mac, channel, channel that to the priest who has a YouTube channel, not me. <laughs> Father Gerard, <laughs> would you like to answer that? I have one. I have one. Okay, so I have one. So yes, nobody told me I couldn't. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so yes, they can have a YouTube channel. All right. Yeah, okay, we have so YouTube channels. We have Facebook. We have Facebook pages. We are just like any one of you. You know, we use these tools to evangelize, also to bring God's yeah. message. So I think these Absolutely. are God-given tools to us uh, to utilize them. So people ask whether is YouTube good or bad. It's in how you use it. You know, this morning we're using a platform and we're using it for good. Yeah, so use it for good. And we do, we do it too. And don't forget, Father Clarence also has a podcast, so you can go check that out on Spotify too. <laughs> All right, so now we've got, we're going to go to our last question. Lucas, what's your last question? <laughs> Okay, this is interesting. Why did Jesus have to die on the cross for our sins? Couldn't he have just snapped his fingers and and see our sins are forgiven? Very good question. And who would you like to direct the question to? Both? Both, please. <laughs> okay, let's start with Gerard. <laughs> oh, that's a hard question. It's simple and yet it's hard, isn't it? You know, I think Jesus could have snapped his fingers, yes, and done anything. But he wanted to show us how much he loved us by dying on the cross. If he snapped his fingers and did something like that, you wouldn't realize how much his love was there for you and me, isn't it? Yeah. So I think that the beauty of dying on the cross for us is to say that, hey, I love you. And I love you this much. His hands were outstretched, you know, bigger than my screen. But, you know, when, when he put his hands out there, it was to say, there are no limits to my love. My love goes out to all of you. We yeah. let Father Clara continue. <laughs> you know, when, when we as, as human beings, when we want to show love to one another, what do we do? We buy people gifts, whether chocolates or flowers or a toy or a new you know, game console, we show by things, you know, and these things don't last forever, these things. But, you know, none of us will actually say, I, I want to give my life to someone whom I love, you know, in the way that Jesus did. One and only person who did it was Jesus. So, 
and it's never repeated, replicated. So, I mean, John's Gospel says, For God so loved the world that he sent his son. The cross was God's sign of love for us. So it was not a suffering. Yes, Jesus suffered on the cross, but the cross is a sign of God's love. So when you, next time when you look, the, look at the cross, remember, God loves you. Okay. All I'm happy right. with my answer. Very nice. Thank you, Lucas. Yeah. Raul, what's your next question? What's your last question? Okay, isn't that interesting? Um, does Father Clarence remember me from 2019? Like, not in school, but from another occasion. 19? 2019. Father, this is a personal question. Do you remember oh, wow. him from 2019? <laughs> Raul. You know, I, I'm so bad at remembering these things, you know, because I meet so okay, many people. Uh, I, can, I, I can actually Give narrow it down a bit. Sure. I can, no, I, I can narrow it down a bit. You saw me in June. Well, that's yeah. a lot of help. Wow. 2019, June. <laughs> oh, really can't. It was at a wedding. Okay. It can't be your wedding, certainly. No, 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 but I was actually, no, but the woman getting married was a relative of mine. Oh dear, no, that's, that's going to you put me, me in a little bit of a spot. saw me outside the church. Aww. Oh dear, you have to help me a lot more than that, uh, Raul. <laughs> get, get, getting old, you know, remembering okay, these things up. Okay, Which uh, man was the bride? Okay, the bride's name was Shiva. Her name Raul. was? Her Shiva. name is? Shiva, I think. I can't remember her name. You don't even know the bride's you don't name, dude. No, I don't know whether it was a V so or what, so, so what do, what do you remember about that, that day, uh, Raul? What do you remember about that day? I only remember that it was somewhere near the Crown Hotel. Okay, and so how, how is it that you remember me? What, what happened? Did I say something to you or did I come up to you and give you a high five with it, or you just remember? Um, no. Okay, uh, I, I think I might have to give you the answer here. Yes, that's right. Help me out, please. Yes. You saw me at my aunt's wedding with Pukunet. Wait, I, okay, I can't remember the name. Okay, I, can't, I can only say that the second name was Puvan. Okay. So you saw me outside the church. Uh-huh. And did I say something to you? No. No, not exactly. Oh, wait, I remember. It was on the 22nd of June. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, Raul, I can guarantee I, I give up. Thing, I give up. <laughs> Father Clarence <laughs> is going to remember you every day from, from... this day onwards. <laughs> I, 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 I don't even remember what I had for lunch three days ago, Raul. So it's a good bit of bit. It's going to be a bit difficult why 2019. Did <laughs> why did I get the feeling this was going to happen? Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know the thing is, it and it's it always happens to us priests. In you know, when people say, "Oh, Father, do you remember me?" Uh, you know, because they they met us somewhere or they saw us in church. You know, and the reality is that not that we don't want to remember. We remember, we see so many people. You know, uh, on a regular basis, that it's hard to remember unless you know unless I'm given. Uh, superpowers uh, like some some superhero from the DC world or the Marvel series to remember all everyone. It's I'm so sorry. I'm so Raul, sorry, Raul. 
It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I got I got so excited that I was signed in for this event that I forgot my other two questions. Only thumbs up to that. Easier to remember if you've done something naughty than we would have remembered. Yeah, I was going to say that too. Okay. Okay. Next one. Next question. Oh, next question. Okay, Tegan, what's your question? What's your last question? What are the best and worst parts of being a priest? Ah, very nice. And who would you like to direct that to? Both of them. Both of our priests. So, Father Clarence, you want to go first? Uh, what's the best part? I, I think I think the best part is uh, the love that I receive from people. You know, uh, and you know, I, you know, I come to come to your school and. And celebrate mass, and you know, after mass, just to meet you and to you know greet you, that gives me great joy, you know. Uh, so meeting people, engaging people, with engaging with people, it's it's a great joy to be able to bring Jesus to others, as I said earlier. What's the most difficult one? Uh, difficult one would be just like any other life. There are some challenges. Sometimes you meet difficult situations. You meet difficult people uh, that sometimes can really you know. Uh, make me feel sad or you know make me feel disappointed in a situation yeah so it is it is like just like many other like your parents too like other lives too that people live uh so there are so there are many so for me there are more good moments than bad moments so the good moments cover all the bad moments uh and doesn't mean that there are no bad days for us so there are days also that i you know i can be grumpy and i i can be also you know waking up on the wrong side of the bed even though the, on my bed there's only one side because the other side is a wall. Yeah. Okay, Father Gerard, what about yourself? What's the best and worst part of being a priest? I think for me, the best part is being connected to people and enjoying their company. And it's also connected to that, that I'm saying the worst part is sometimes when people are going through tough times, I feel for them. And so that's also tough for me. If you have a, a tough situation, sometimes it can be very tough because sometimes I can't do anything about it apart from listen to you. And that yeah. can feel very hard for me. All right. Very nice. So, Tegan, I hope you're happy with your answer. Yes? Yeah. All right. Veronica, your last question, my dear. What is it like in heaven? Wow. So, earlier... First said we had hell, now we're asking about heaven, okay? So who would you like to ask this question to? Father Gerard. Father Gerard. Okay. Well, one problem is I haven't got there yet. So <laughs> I, can't, I can't give you a first-hand insider's view. Well, the Bible has different images of, of heaven. One of it is like it's going to be a fantastic banquet of of nice food and nice wine, but that's just a way of helping us understand that it's a place where we will be happy, we will be rejoicing, we will be with God. You know, but exactly how it is, I'm not sure. Okay, so I'm not 100% sure what it's going to be like, but I know it's going to be a place of joy, a place of celebration. That's me. Wonderful. Yeah. You happy, Veronica? Yeah. All right. Great. So I remember one of you had a fourth question. Was it Lucas? Yes. 
Okay, I'm going to give you the chance to ask your last, last, last of all questions. What's it? What does heaven look like? <laughs> oh, <laughs> it was the same question. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> it took, yeah. uh, I couldn't think of a backup question. Okay, right. so would you say that's an answer for you? Or do you still need more in-depth answer? I still need let me just let me let me let me just let me just add to what Father Gerard said, uh, and mm -hmm. you know, I would like to think, and I believe that heaven would be a happy place. You know, it will be a happy place for all of us, because right. you know okay. we can see Jesus. You know, that's what we want, and you know, and to the question earlier, for those of you who have pets who have passed on, you'll be back with your pets. Uh, so it'll be there'll be a big party up there I'm sure that's something to look forward to for sure alright so we have come to the end of our session too with all of you from Selamaris International School I want to thank you so much for joining us but before we leave you I want to ask do you have any messages for your dads for Father's Day tomorrow Lucas do you want to wish your dad happy Father's Day yes my message is happy Father's Day and I love you very much. Very nice. Raul? I plan on putting a note inside an origami heart because I tried doing the origami heart for my mother, but it didn't exactly work out because the last piece was a bit too confusing. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to try it again for your dad? Yes. Good luck. Problem is this time I need to make it more manly color. <laughs> it's okay. Any color is fine. <laughs> Tegan, yourself, do you have a message for your dad? Happy Father's Day. I love you, Papa. Very nice. And Veronica, my dear. I'm still waiting for tomorrow. You're waiting for tomorrow because you have a surprise and you don't want to you don't want to mess up the surprise, do you? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So <laughs> Thank you so much, Lucas, Raul, Tegan, and Veronica for joining us this morning as well. I'm going to wish you a fantastic weekend ahead, and uh, we'll see you soon. You take care, Father Clarence, Father Gerard. Anything you want to say to the kids? Enjoy your day. Good to have been with you. I, I really love this. Thank you so much. Uh, actually, I have one to last Yeah, it's... I have one Just last thing. statement. Oh. <laughs> yes. Was that Raul? Father, you purposely got rid of him before Oops. he asked you the Oops. last question. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's, let's, let's try and see whether we can have Raul okay, back. Uh, actually, all right, okay, I yeah. One last statement. For, sure. for Lucas and Veronica's final question, at best they would have directed it to the older priest because then they would have known, because then the older priest would know better. All right. Okay. okay. So, so that wasn't a question. who do you think is older? <laughs> All right. Um, I'm just gonna yeah. risk it and go with Father Clarence. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> Thank you, Raul. <laughs> you just made Father Gerard's day. Yeah, <laughs> anyway. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You can put me backstage now. <laughs> He's gonna remember now, you now, forever now, Raul. Now I'm going to remember you. For, now I'm going to remember you forever because you told I, I was. But anyway, I mean, Father Gerard is older to me. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna Biolo yeah. biologically and also in the priesthood. <laughs> Thanks, okay, I'm gonna, okay, I'm gonna go. All right.
Okay, Take right, Raul. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Why? Well, today's been super fun having all the children on the show and having both of you fathers answering all their questions. Uh, you know, what's your takeaway from, you know, answering all their questions and looking at the text box and with all the other questions that are coming in as well? You know, I, I just, just do, just, it's been fun for me. It's been fun uh, trying to answer kids. Uh, you know, it's, it's nice to see that they're inquisitive. They, they, and I think many of them came up with their own questions uh, without being mm. prompted by their parents. It's, it's nice to see that they are curious, uh, that they have the opportunity to ask opportunities that I did not have. Uh, yeah. you know, and, and I think, you know, one thing that I, if parents are listening, you know, yeah, let that curiosity build them up. You know, let's not curtail the curiosity. Sometimes we want to, you know, kind of curb it. And I think the more curious you are, the more we learn. Yeah, and, and I think that's that's amazing. That's amazing. And to, to know that these kids have, have opportunities to engage with us. And many of us, priests, I think, Father Gerard, myself, after Mass, we're always standing at the entrance greeting people, even though it's just uh, for a few fleeting moments. It's always nice to, to be able to see families, children, uh, greeting them and, you know, being connected with them in some ways. Though we may not remember all of them as Raul has pointed out so rightly. <laughs> well, he left you with a lasting impression, Father. Now you can remember yes. him forever. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Father Gerard, uh, you know, what would you like to tell us? I mean, what's your takeaway from today's show? Yeah, I think what Father Clarence talked in terms of like allowing kids to have questions, because it's only when we have the questions and even if we don't have the answers for them, but when we have the questions, it means that our faith is growing. You know, it means that there is a desire to want to know more and to grow more. So, yeah, you know, but I think, you know, I loved, you know, answering their questions. And, and sometimes, you know, kids can teach us a lot more than we know. I mean, I think I've grown from, from just being here today myself. Uh, because it's it's set me thinking. Perhaps you know some of these questions are questions that I've forgotten to ask myself, and I need to ask myself now as a big kid. Yeah, and you know, and help also, you know, kids to to see it at their level. You know, yeah, because sometimes you know we we learn theology and stuff that that is at at a level that is hard to digest for kids. You know, for sometimes. Yeah as well so this has been great yeah wonderful now i've learned so much as well and some of the questions were really eye-opening and i love that they had this platform to ask both of you these questions I'm, I'm just glad that i'm not the one having to answer these questions you know so that's that's great now father gerard on behalf of the team from catholics at home i'm going to say thank you so much for spending your time with us this after uh, this morning and um you know getting through all those very difficult questions as well i hope you had fun with us and i do hope to see you more on the show as well yeah thank you <laughs> no, and, to thank, 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 thank teddy too thank teddy yeah <laughs> now of course in our very true catholic ways we would always want to say concluding prayer before we end the show so you know father would you like to you know lead us to our concluding prayer father gerard that's directed to you okay Teddy's got his hands together, so we'll pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.
Dear Lord, we ask you to bless us all as we continue this day. We ask you to bless all the children who have been part of this show and who are watching the show as well. And we ask you, Lord, to bless them, their families, and especially this weekend, their fathers. We pray for the COVID situation in our country. We pray especially for children who have had COVID, the few of them that have had it. And Lord, help us, guide us, bless us all. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. In the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Meg, just so before, just go, before, then. just before, just before we go, Meg, just to say thank you to the parents who who yeah. kind of uh, cooperated with us uh, in Absolutely. allowing the children to be part of the show. Uh, also, a shout out to the teachers uh, who helped us uh, organize, help us organizing this to bring the kids in. Uh, we are truly grateful for this opportunity to be able to engage with the students of uh, Stella Maris uh, International School, which is our Catholic school. That's right. So, you know, thank you to the children, I think, because, you know, without their questions, we wouldn't have had this show as well. Yeah. So, you know, that's the most important thing. And as we celebrate Father's Day tomorrow, on behalf of the team from Catholics at Home, we want to wish all fathers, grandfathers, godfathers, and anyone who's played a fatherly role in your life a very, very happy Father's Day. Thank you so much for doing everything for us, for everything you've done for us, for your kindness, your love, your sacrifices, especially, you know, when it comes to dads, right, you have to be brave for us, even when you know, you know, you're scared, or you have to put on a straight face when you know that things are not really going right. So thank you for all that. And um, you guys are amazing. So I hope that you will be continue, you will continue to be guided by the Holy Spirit in your journey. And remember, this is a saying I read somewhere, and I think I love it a lot, because Frank Pittman said, fathering is not something that perfect men do, but something that perfects a man. So happy Father's Day once again to all the fathers out there. Have a blessed weekend and we'll see you next week. Bye everyone. Bye. Happy Father's Day to all there.